Welcome to Warrensville Reaching New Heights. I'm your host, June Scharf, and I'm Director of Communications over at City Hall. Now, my guest today is someone who is making a big impact on Cleveland. He is literally changing the landscape. His name is Andrew Brickman, and he's a real estate developer of residential properties, and he is a partner with Brickhouse Partners. And I think what I would recommend is that you check out his website first to get a sense for what he's all about, because I think that would be very informative for you. Brickhouse is spelled B-R-I-C-K-H-A-U-S partners.com. With that name, he's referencing a German design movement back in the 1920s. Um, They're leaders in modern design, and that in some ways informs his work, we could say. What Andrew says his goal is with his work is basically to stir you emotionally and bring joy into your life every time you pull into your driveway. I really had fun talking to Andrew because I say he's a real character. He has his own unique vision, and let's say he's very forthcoming when he talks. I think I could also say that he's not a very formal person in the sense that he's not a suit and tie kind of guy, but he is a very snappy dresser. And he also brings his dog to the office, so what you'll hear in the background in a few spots is his dog who was down the hall. And obviously that means uh, I wasn't in the studio recording this one, I was on location at his office on Renaissance Parkway. So just like I had a really good time talking to Andrew, I think you're going to be highly entertained. So please enjoy Andrew Brickman. Andrew Brickman, I want to welcome you to the podcast. June, it's my pleasure and honor to be here. (laughs) Well, we are actually recording in your office, which is unusual. Um, Usually I do this in a recording studio, but I kind of honored your request because you're an unusual guy. You you don't do things in any sort of conventional fashion. Would you agree with that statement? I couldn't disagree more. (laughs) Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, if, If you are looking for someone who follows the rules, who doesn't like to innovate, uh, who is simply there to punch the clock at 8 o'clock, put in his eight hours and return home to his loving family in suburbia. Uh, there you've got the perfect picture of me. <laughs> uh, I, I know, I, I, I'm maybe unconventional. I don't like to think that I'm unusual. Uh, I like to think that maybe I'm unconventional. I think that uh, uh, we... Uh, at Brickhouse, try and do things uh, our way and try and uh, define real estate and lifestyle the way we envision it being and working uh, best for people. Uh, We can't stand these uh, horrible subdivisions that they're building out uh, 30 miles outside from the central business core. We think that they're soulless places to live and die. Okay. Well, with that being said, uh, that sort of sets the groundwork here, literally and figuratively. Um, I want to name a few of your property, or a few of the um, neighborhoods, since you raised that, that your properties include. Communities. Communities, yeah. So you're in Edgewater, Rocky Mm -hmm. River, Lakewood, Little Italy, Cleveland Heights, Fairview Park, uh, Cleveland, Beachwood, and Ohio City. And you like to call your properties townhomes. And they're not rentals. These are properties people own. Most of the properties that we have done to date have been for sale. Uh, We're currently doing a project in Tremont. It's a conversion of a former 
Zionist church and school into about 35 for rent apartments. Okay. So we don't do exclusively for sale. It just depends on what the market is. Um, but primarily we like to focus on uh, no maintenance type homes. And typically those can either be uh, a single family or they can be attached townhomes. Uh, but our newest project's a condo building that we're doing in Rocky River on the water that'll be the uh, most spectacular building built between Chicago and New York. Okay, without this turning into a commercial, I do have to agree, you shared the plans with me and it is absolutely spectacular. I mean, it's pretty jaw-dropping. I thought this was a commercial. <laughs> We're gonna disguise it as a podcast, okay? Okay, uh, uh, No, it, it's, it's stunning. So, um, we're gonna get into those particulars, but what I'm kind of wondering about, so people can, so that people, you can reveal yourself to listeners. Um, just mm-hmm. tell me what gets you out of bed in the morning. In, in other words, like what do you love about your work? Because you clearly have a passion for this. So in my prior career, I was a uh, consultant for uh, Fortune 100 and 500 companies who are looking to relocate their offices or their businesses. I did that for about 10 years. Had my own firm. We were very successful. I couldn't do it anymore. I just, I, could, I just couldn't do it. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I've always been interested in uh, design. Um, I produce six films. Um, I've got an art gallery that I own. Um, I just love the, the aesthetics of everything. And I saw in Cleveland, um, there was no uh, beautiful uh, modern uh, architecture at the time. And it was something that I wanted to introduce to the city um, in a way to uh, help retain Uh, Cleveland's best and brightest and also help attract uh, people to the city. There was a tremendous amount of brain drain uh, when my population, when my generation graduated. Many of them went to D.C., Chicago, New York, not to return. Um, You graduated in the late 80s. I graduated. Or mid-80s. We don't need to talk about when I graduated, (laughs) Jim. Thank you. All right. I'm very sensitive about that. Um, and, um, and so we wanted to create uh, uh, living experiences and lifestyle experiences uh, whereby people who were in first-tier cities like uh, Boston or Washington, D.C. or Chicago could uh, find that same experience in Northeast Ohio and hopefully relocate here at a fraction of the cost and contribute to Cleveland's Renaissance. That still doesn't tell me um, what you love about your work. Well, what I love, uh, I thought it did, but you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll be more uh, uh, explicit instead of implicit. Uh, what I love about it is being able to create environments uh, that people uh, choose to uh, live in when they could, can't, could live anywhere they chose to live in the entire world. Okay. Uh, how long have you been in business, and also how long in Warrensville Heights? Warrensville Heights has been great to Brickhouse. Uh, they've... Uh, They've embraced us and they've provided us support um, now for about 15 years. Um, and uh, uh, we would like to be able to stay here as our company continues to grow. We've expanded three times. Um, it's a fantastic location uh, with easy access to downtown and the freeways. Um, and uh, with the new addition of Pinecrest uh, right around the corner in Orange, um, there's just a ton of uh, dining options and entertainment options, so we like being here. Okay, I would say um, your properties have a signature look, 
while at the same time they're not, not no two are identical. But you work with uh, an, an architect, um, Scott Dimmitt. Is he pretty much the one on all your properties, your architect? You know, June, uh, again, I, I, I have to disagree. I don't think our properties look the same. Um, I think that uh, we have a wide variety of different looks in our portfolio. I think the one thing that they all have in quality is uh, uh, extremely high level of quality and attention to de uh, to detail that maybe other uh, developers uh, don't value quite as much. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. A lot of big expensive homes today are built with vinyl on three sides and a little bit of fake stone or fake brick on the front of them. Uh, both uh, myself and my entire uh, support staff and team uh, believe that architecture is meant to be experienced three-dimensionally. Um, while we love the work that Dimmitt's done, um, he has not done all of our work. We've worked with a variety of different architects, including Horton and Harper. Uh, I'm working with Walter Parks right now. I've worked with Vocon. I've worked with Bowen & Company. Um, I think uh, uh, there's a tremendous number of locally talented architects. Uh, we're working with AODK and BKB on a couple different projects right now. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know if there's a signature look. I think that uh, uh, a, a look that we established has been um, uh, copied by imitators, not as well as most imitators don't copy as well. Um, and I think that it has proliferated um, as a result of that. Okay, well I think what I was suggesting with a, a signature look is that it's it doesn't look like anybody else's work. It's very unique, very clean lines, um, very modern. I, I think... No, I don't agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Brownstones at Derbyshire was uh, a community, the second or third one that we did mm -hmm. uh, in Cleveland Heights. Uh, it took a church from the 1920s um, that was a primarily Gothic English Lutheran church um, and we turned that into five townhomes and then created uh, 25 architecturally sympathetic townhomes. Uh, the project that we're doing at 117th and Lake called 117 which is 11 townhomes and is almost sold out. We've got two left. Um, we were chosen by the city of Cleveland from a national request for proposal process. They were in search for a developer to redevelop a historically significant site where a former church had stood that was very dear to the neighborhood. Uh, the church had to be demoed by the city. They ended up selecting Brickhouse out of probably a hundred different applicants and what we created there was an homage to the church um, and it included a sandstone facade and um, uh, palladium windows that imitated the windows that were in the sanctuary in the church and it's very uh, traditional I would say in its architectural appeal. Okay. So I'm run, not trying to be right here I'm just trying to be <laughs> explain we, something we, about we, what we do. We run the gamut. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the newest project that we're going to do in Chagrin Falls along the lake along the Chagrin River is going to have a look of uh, a craftsman, a modern craftsman with mm -hmm. uh, stone and cedar and we think it'll fit into the site along the river bank really nicely and we think where it's a sandstone. Exact, yeah, where exactly is that going to be? It's on Cleveland Street where the former spillway project used to be. Uh -huh. It's a former um, bag factory. Bag factory. The okay. bag factory. Bag factory. Yeah. Oh, wow. Walking That's distance to downtown Sugar Falls. Very exciting. Six homes there. Uh, yeah. No maintenance homes. Uh, there'll be three stories overlooking the river surrounded by the park. Um, and uh, 
uh, we're really excited to break ground on that this summer. Can you define what you mean by no maintenance homes? Uh, the homes are brand new, so they're all under warranty for at least one year through the HBA National Warranty Program, but then the buyers get the manufacturer's warranties, and those are 30 years long. Um, we uh, All the services are provided for by a uh, homeowners association, so your uh, landscaping is taken care of, your snow removal is taken care of, the garbage collection, the lighting, the maintenance, the common areas and the insurance are all uh, taken care of by the homeowners association. And the materials that we choose to use are very low maintenance materials, they're eco-friendly materials on the envelopes of the buildings and on the interior as well. Um, and we try and choose the highest quality materials. And I, I think this is uniform through all your properties. You meet the gold standard for, um, what is it, there's a term for... Lead? Lead, yes. The, yes. Lead, lead is uh, a, a great system to encourage energy, energy conservancy, conservancy and uh, eco-friendly design. Uh, it's expensive to get the certification done. I think that many of our homes would be LEED certified if we went through the trouble of the certification, which to date we have not, but we were the first developers to uh, have a community that was entirely geothermal, um, which saves 80% to 90% of natural gas uh, and oil resources. Um, and we intend to continue to lead the way in uh, sustainability. In fact, I'm looking forward to uh, receiving another uh, award for sustainability. We just won the HBA That's uh, the Home, Builders Green, Association? Home Builders Association Green Community of the Year Award for one of our latest projects. Nice. But just returning to the churches, that seems to almost be like a, a subspecialty here. You've done, what, three of those? Yeah, I'm you... hoping that I'll be able to get into heaven. So <laughs> this is my contribution. Um, it's sort of repurposing churches or using yeah, that one, aesthetic. Yeah, uh, the Brownsville's at Derbyshire and Cleveland Heights actually uh, won an award from the Cleveland uh, Landmarks for the best adaptive reuse. It also became a national study for the Urban Land Institute huh. on how to repurpose uh, existing churches with um, the population in Northeast Ohio spreading out and with uh, the congregation shrinking in size. Um, it, it's, it's important for Cleveland's uh, uh, his, historical uh, historical uh, integrity that uh, you find a way to be able to repurpose these churches. Otherwise, unfortunately, they're so expensive to maintain that they end up meeting the wrecking ball. So mm -hmm. we've been able to save two of them mm -hmm. um, to date. And uh, the one that we are doing at 117, uh, we were able to repurpose a lot of the materials from it and are going to use them or have used them in the construction of the new townhomes. Okay, when you scout for land acquisitions that you're going to develop, what are the factors you consider? Uh, walkability. Um, we'd like to be in a neighborhood where people don't need to get in their car all the time. Uh, we'd like to be uh, surrounded by uh, some of Cleveland's great uh, natural parks, um, Cuyahoga Valley National Park, Cleveland Metro Park System, uh, we'd like to typically be in inner ring suburbs of the central business district. We're trying to bring people back to the city. Um, you know, urban sprawl is the worst thing that you can possibly do for the environment. It takes more gas to drive out there. You need to duplicate freeways. You need to duplicate city services. You need to duplicate churches, restaurants, 
and everything else. And in a region like Cleveland, where your population is not growing, uh, it shouldn't be expanding. Okay, now shifting gears a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk about your branding. There's a there's a very consistent aesthetic in terms of the fonts and the use of white space and minimalism to a degree. We think our project, Brick House, is uh, a reference. A reference to Bauhaus. Mm-hmm. Bauhaus was a leader in modern design, not only in architecture, but in every aspect of design. It was a German movement. A German movement and. Uh, Unfortunately, it started in the 1920s, and um, they had to disband under the Nazi regime, under the National Socialist Party. Um, Many of them moved to America, others to Western Europe, some to South America. Walter Gropius, who was the founder, came to America. Uh, He's actually built uh, and designed, his last building, Tower East, is uh, right around the corner from here, on the border of Shaker Heights and Warrensville Heights. Um, it's an iconic building, and uh, we uh, we love the typography, and we used it in incorporating the name uh, Brick House, um, and um, it, it's a Bauhaus uh, typeface that we use, and it's sort of a, an homage to pay uh, respect to um, some of the some of the early pioneers of uh, modern and sustainable design, and we try to incorporate that into all of our branding. Um, because we believe that um, uh, our properties are a luxury property. Um, and if you're, I say to many prospects, if you're looking for shelter, there are better, less, less expensive alternatives. Um, but if you're looking for something that moves you and stirs you emotionally and brings you joy every time you uh, pull into your driveway, that's sort of what we're trying to go for in our design. And we think that uh, every aspect of the whole process, including the branding, needs to be consistent with that. And you just mentioned something. When people buy your properties, they deal with you to a degree. You're not hiding behind in your office. Well, you get out usually if they deal with me, they're not buying our properties. So oh. they try and see as little, I try and let them see as little of me as possible. Oh, no, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I have my hands in everything. We're a small company. I've got yeah. one other partner. Um, Alexandra Yankov. Right, Alexandra Yankov. And um, she does a phenomenal job uh, and is our managing director. But, you know, as a small company, we're uh, 10 to 15 people. Uh, most of our people are sub, uh, most of our workers are subcontractors. We probably employ over 300 annually just here in Northeast Ohio. Um, but uh, I like to, uh, I'll, do, I'll do anything for my people, you know, yeah. whatever they need me to do. Yeah. Okay. And um, I raise this topic because I had a, imagine it informs a lot of your work um, you travel a lot and I, we're sitting at your desk there's a, a map of the world and it says the world's most interesting developers travel which is cute tongue-in-cheek right? yes I understand you have a wry sense of humor uh, so it's marked with places you've been uh, places you'd like to go to and um, I, this has to have an effect on your sensibility um, you've seen a lot of the world mm-hmm there's a reason. You you do you have wanderlust? Do you have No, curiosity? I'm just curious. I'm curious to see different cultures. Yeah. We just got back from Italy. We were in Italy and then uh, um, we sourced products there mm-hmm. for our newest community, 700 Lake and Riverhouse. Uh, so while other builders are going to China to figure out how to buy the materials cheaper, we're going to Italy to figure out how to find 
higher quality and naturally more expensive. Um, but I think that uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious and I've traveled throughout the United States and been, I think, 58 countries now and counting um, that uh, it gives you a different perspective than, uh, say, living in Northeast Ohio and going down to Orlando or Boca or Naples. <laughs> okay. Frequent destinations for Clevelanders. Right. One thing I did want to raise because inquiring minds might want to know, and even if it hasn't crossed their mind, uh, can we reveal how you're related to Jim Brickman, the pianist? Jim and I are uh, first cousins. We grew up together. Jim uh, is a couple years older than I am, and we, uh, I have two younger brothers, and uh, we were always... Uh, playing sports as kids growing up, and we always needed Jim to make the teams even, and unfortunately he was always inside practicing piano. Needless <laughs> to say, uh, none of the other cousins or brothers went on to play in the NFL or NBA, but Jim's been a, uh, nominated for a couple Grammy Awards, and we're very proud of everything he's accomplished. He's extremely hardworking. Okay, and I do also want to mention your charitable work, which has been considerable. So can you speak to what you're doing over in India? In India, we have an orphanage, Christiolayam. Um, we have uh, built a kitchen for them. Uh, they had no kitchen prior. They were cooking over a well, wood-burning stove. Yeah, an a... orphanage. Okay. Right. It's a non-denominational. We have about 75 children, ages 3 to 18. Um, and um, that's something that's really dear to my heart. I try and go once or twice a year to visit them. We're constantly trying to... Uh, help the children. Um, the type of poverty that we see in this country is horrible. There's tremendous problems with homelessness, um, with drug addiction, and I'm interested in all those things and participate as well. Uh, I think the Plain Dealer recognized me as a local community hero several years ago for work with inner city use here in Cleveland. But I'm um, especially uh, passionate about helping these children in India because uh, they just have nothing. I mean, they don't even have food, things that we take for granted. Uh, they get rice every day. So um, we're, we're trying to raise money to build a dormitory for the girls right now. We built one for the boys last year. But I also uh, support and have visited, and it's an ongoing uh, effort in, uh, uh, in Lake uh, Bonyoni Bonyon in uh, Uganda. Uh, we have an orphanage there as well. Um, just there's so many problems uh, in the third and fourth worlds right now uh, in terms of uh, overpopulation um, and uh, children who are uh, in dire need of just what we consider uh, the basics, food, uh, clothing, um, and those sorts of things. So those are two things that uh, I'm very passionate about. I also uh, work with... Uh, uh, Brandon Christosiak, if I'm not saying his last name correctly, he's the founder of Edwin's, and Edwin's uh, offers a second chance to the restaurant. criminal offenders, right, the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I'll speak to his, uh, uh, his incoming classes, and these are uh, former uh, felons, I believe most of them are, and what he's doing for them and trying to give them a second chance. Um, I, I respect highly, and um, I'd like to contribute to uh, causes that uh, help people um, on an individual basis as opposed to 
stroking a check to a hospital or a playhouse square or uh, those types of charities which are equally um, as important. Okay, and just to round you out a little further, you have uh, a regular yoga practice and you're into Ayurvedic medicine, right? <laughs> you know, I am normally, I've been injured, so my regular practice is uh, kind of waning, um, but uh, uh, the holistic Ayurvedic medicine um, and uh, meditation is an important part of uh, what I do. And I'd like to try and get away uh, for a couple weeks a year and just uh, 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 reground myself. Uh, you know, the pace that everybody's going at is just blistering. Um, and it gives me an opportunity to step back and take a look at the past year um, and turn off my phone for at least a couple hours um, and, um, and reflect upon uh, you know, what we've achieved and what we want to uh, try and do uh, moving forward as an organization, both uh, professionally um, as well as my personal goals. Okay, I think we've covered all the turf. That I would like to. Is there anything else you'd like to add about brick house or construction? No, 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 no. We're just you know we're we're excited to be able to contribute to Cleveland's Renaissance. We've got communities um, on the east side, on the south side, in the central business district, on the west side, um, and uh, there's there's really I think uh, a place in uh, in any locale for someone who is looking for the latest and highest quality in design and aesthetics, um, something that is world-class and as nice as that there is, is as nice or nicer than what they are doing in first-tier cities like New York, Washington, Chicago, etc. Um, so we're, uh, uh, we're happy and uh, we think we've helped change the landscape of Cleveland architecturally forward. Well, we're very happy to have you here in Warrensville Heights. We're very proud of the work you do. So thank you for being our guest. June, always a pleasure to see you. Can't wait to come back.